Heroes Fan Podcast, episode number two. Everybody and welcome back to the Heroes Fan Podcast, a fan podcast devoted to the TV show Heroes. And my name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. You can find this and all of our other shows over at gspn.tv, which is the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Hey, Steph, we're here to talk about Chapter 2, Lizards. Lizards. And uh, that was the title of tonight's episode. Mm -hmm. And before we get into talking about tonight's stuff, I want to cover some feedback that has recently come in. Okay. And uh, I think you have an email. I'm going to go ahead and uh, read an email that I have here real quick from our good friend, Dr. Matthew Bruder. And he says, uh, hey, Cliff, love the Heroes podcast last night. Uh, You're in the same boat as myself. I, too, am a casual viewer of Heroes. And do not have a significant knowledge base on the mythology of heroes. I do hope some listeners step up and provide info like you asked for. It might help having some heroes links open in a window just in case you can't remember every character's name. Such as, and of course he put us some links. And he says, all the best. Stay lost, Matthew Bruder. So, uh, Dr. B, thank you so much. For the uh, email. I kind of thought he fell off the face of the earth. I know. It's been a long time <laughs> since we've heard from Dr. B. It is. But he's still out there listening, and uh, we're very excited about that. And then the next email I'm going to read here, and then I'm going to let you read yours um, after we... Yeah, we'll let you read yours next. Uh, Melinda O'Brien says, Hey, Cliff, I'm listening to the Heroes podcast, and I have an idea for you. It's clear you guys could use some fans to help out and clear up some of the mysteries in Heroes. Uh, Have you ever thought about bringing in one or two fans to help out with the podcast? If we could work out the logistics, I'd be more than willing to help out. I won't pretend to know everything about Heroes, but I'm probably as big a fan of Heroes as you are fans of Lost. Uh, By the way, the dog is Mr. Muggles. Good luck, Melinda. Well, Melinda, thank you very much for your offer of help. Uh, we are considering some different options of things that we might be able to do to bring in some audience participation. Uh, we have a lot going on right now. I don't know if you guys have heard, but I have recently decided to go into podcasting and uh, new media consulting work uh, full time. And I have just put in a 90 day notice at my job. So uh, effective January 1st, I'm doing this full time, which means that there's a lot of changes going on here and a lot of work. So uh, Heroes podcast is probably in the top 10 of my priority list, but it's closer to like eight or nine. So, uh, do, do keep up with me if I haven't gotten back to you. If we just listen to the podcast, because we'll be calling in, uh, and asking you guys for your help. So Stephanie, you got one more email before I set up these voicemails that came in. I do. It's rather long. All right. Okay. Um, Hi, Stephanie and Cliff. This is my first time um, emailing the two of you, although I have followed several of your podcasts for some time now. Um, First of all, I want to thank you for expanding the experience um, of many of my favorite shows past the one hour that they are on TV. It's great to have something to listen to in order to make the the time pass quicker until the next episodes and also have a community to discuss and formulate theories or get insight. 
Um, I know that you aren't, as Stephanie put it, fanatics of heroes, um, and this email is not intended to be annoying or critical. Um, I myself hate it when people obnoxiously point out mistakes or things I overlooked. However, I wanted to remind you about Molly, um, or Molly's, the little girl living with Matt and Mohinder's, um, about her backstory, just as a refresher. Um, as you know, Molly's ability is to be able to track or find people with special abilities simply by thinking of them. Um, at the end of season one, when Molly is in the hospital bed, um, Matt, Mohinder, and Noah, HRG's um, first name, um, Bennett, asked Molly if she um, can think about Siler in order to track him. She's given a map and puts a pin in the map of his exact location, Isaac um, Mendez's loft. When they ask Molly if she can find anyone simply by thinking of them, she says yes, but there is one person out there that she does not like to think about because when she thinks of him, he can see her. Um, she also goes on to state that this man is worse than the boogeyman, which is what Matt and Mohinder call Siler when they speak to Molly. Uh, this means that there is someone out there worse than Siler, and this is the one um, that is seeing Molly because she unconsciously is thinking of him in her dreams. So he is therefore able to enter her dreams. It is his eyes that she is drawing. Additionally, the symbol that they um, that are on her drawings and also on Peter's necklace uh, when he is found in the storage box is the RNA symbol, which links all the um, evolved humans, uh, those with special abilities. The RNA symbol has appeared since the beginning of the show several times in each episode and has become a type of Easter egg hunt to see where it appears, uh, much like finding Easter eggs in Lost. But this one is more like Where's Waldo, in my opinion. Um, the system, the symbol is a major aspect of Heroes. Um, it has appeared on... Um, uh, is it... How did you say his dad's name? Um, Chandra Shuresh. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, has appeared on Chandra Shuresh's book... On Allie Larder's back when she um, is her alter ego, Jessica. Um, on. Oh, really? It's only when she's the alter ego that uh -huh. it appears? That's nifty. Yeah. Um, See, it's that's on what I'm going to love about doing this podcast. Yeah, it's on Kenzie's sword in several of Isaac's paintings and sadly on Hero's dad's death treat, <laughs> as well as on the death treat of Angela, um, which is her name, Angela. Totally not Nancy Cliff. Um, Petrelli. <laughs> not Nancy. <laughs> and many, many more places. Um, moreover, Peter is not the first special, in quotations, um, sporting this necklace. The Haitian also had the exact same necklace, which now that she points it out, I yeah. remember. Yep. Um, although Stephanie's... Um... <laughs> anyway, my name's spelled wrong, so I had to take a minute. Anyway... Um, just a typo. That's okay. You know, but anyway, it threw me off for a minute. Although Stephanie's theory that the bad man Molly is dreaming about is Peter is well conceived. Thank you very much. Um, there are several things to point away from it and make it inconceivable. So I agree. Um, uh, as opposed, as opposed to Lost, where it where it is difficult to introduce new characters, Hero has the luxury of throwing new characters into the mix whenever they please. Which I kind of like. Yeah. That, that's Stephanie, not not Michelle. Okay. I really believe that the new villain is someone we haven't seen yet. And the, um, and the writers of the show have been pretty clear about that in their storytelling. 
Okay. Well, I just wanted to point that out. I'm so excited that you guys are podcasting about heroes because I miss your recaps on Lost. I am dying waiting for February. Oh, by the way, can we just interject real quick that you don't have to wait until February for Lost content because we are now back on a weekly Lost recording schedule and uh, we're going to be recording live every Friday night at what, 930, I think. It's on the website. Go to gspn.tv on the main page. Yeah, Friday's it's got a schedule. Okay. Um, anyways, I think it's great that uh, you two do these podcasts together. It's so great to see a couple enjoying themselves and sharing common interests and most of all having fun. Have a great week. Thanks for taking the time to read my very long email. I apologize. I tend to be. <laughs> what? So does Cliff Michelle. Um, very verbal. Anyway, um, so Michelle, and she says, P.S. I also like the new characters, Alejandro and Maya, because they speak in my native tongue, Spanish, and it's nice to see it represented in one of my favorite shows. It makes me feel more at home. Um, I am, I'm also glad that they are not, oh, I'm also glad that they are not heroes, Nikki and Paulo. Um, uh, I will <laughs> yes. I will die if when si, Maya meets the rest of her cast and says, um, when were you going to tell us, Mohinder? <laughs> that is awesome. That's awesome, Michelle. Muchos gracias. So, All right. How great. awesome is that? Now, uh, we want to encourage you guys, if you want to uh, respond to anything that we say in our podcast here uh, for the Heroes Fan Podcast, you can send emails to uh, cliff at gspn.tv or Stephanie with a PH, a I, well, well, just Stephanie with a PH at gspn.tv. Of course, you can always go to the gspn.tv slash forum. There is a section devoted to heroes uh, in our forum. And uh, the best way to reach us is on our listener line at area code 859 795 Four zero six seven, and that's exactly what a couple individuals did. And I'm going to play you some messages from the listener line right now. Hi, this is Maureen Paulini from San Diego. Um, I started listening to your Lost podcast after I heard Cliff on Father Roderick's Daily Breakfast, and I really love the Heroes podcast. That's what I'm calling about. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Peter Petrelli. Um, when he was found in the shipping bin, he was found wearing the same necklace that we saw on the Haitian guy last year. And the Haitian's gift was to take people's memories away. And we also know that the Haitian and the Invisible Man were working against the company to rescue people with talent, and that they helped Claire's dad, Noah, by taking away his memories and getting Claire to Nathan and Peter Petrelli. We also know that Claire's dad, the horn glasses guy, Mohinder and Parkman are all trying to destroy the company that HRG, the Invisible Man, and the Haitian all worked for at one time. So I think that Somehow, Peter got to the Haitian, after he blew up, who took his memories away, either as part of some plan to destroy the company, or maybe that Nathan, Peter's brother, had them do it to Peter to protect his little brother while he tries to take down the company. I also think that Park, Parkman divorced his wife, and Nathan drove away his wife and kids, including Claire, to try to protect them. And finally, I don't think the monster that Molly sees is Peter, I think it's the thing that Molly described as being worse than Siler because if she thinks about him, he can see her. Finally, I think that Hero's dad was killed because he helped his son against the interest of the company and that Peter and Nathan's mom was targeted because Nathan didn't follow through with the plan and they thought that she'd betrayed them. So 
that's kind of my take on what happened in that first confusing episode, but it all tied some strings up from last season. So I'm really looking forward to the rest of your podcast. The first one was a lot of fun. Thanks for taking the time to do that. It's great. And I really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Well, what we're going to do is uh, at the beginning, I had the volume down. So let's just play it real quick and see what her name was. Hi, this is Maureen. 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 Maureen, thank you for calling. Um, No, I was just, as, um, I'm not even saying this to cover myself, but but as um, the people are sending in the emails and, and, and calling in the voicemails, I'm remembering these things yeah. from, from last season, things that I had really forgotten. And, um, and so now I feel just like really stupid. No, don't. I mean, this is, I mean, we didn't know we were going to do a heroes fan podcast until like three weeks before heroes came back on. Very true. Cause had I known, you know, ahead of time, we probably, I probably would have started watching it when they were rerunning yep. season one. Um, but she said something in there that I really wanted to comment on <laughs> and now I forgot oh no ah anyway I think it's very oh, yeah. interesting I, it is. you know it, it, having these phone calls are really helping me as a casual viewer of heroes to put two and two together I didn't even think about connecting the Haitian guy with Peter Pacelli having amnesia Duh. you didn't no. Really? Well, the thing is, is, of course, I just saw tonight. Right. I had completely forgotten about the he- Haitian guy, other than the fact that we, I think we maybe mentioned that he was missing. Uh, yeah. But we, we said that he wasn't in season or in episode but one. But I never so. put the two, I've never put two and two together. And of course, with tonight's episode, it's like, makes total sense. Right. So, yeah. But anyway, we have, uh, we have, yeah, uh, we have one or two more voicemails here, real quick. Let's uh, play this one. Hi, uh, this is Doug in Atlanta, a long-time listener of a number of your podcasts. This is for the Heroes podcast. I've been listening to your uh, your first entry so far, and a couple of things. Number one, you can be forgiven for not remembering Noah Bennett's name because we only ever found out his first name in uh, the season finale of season one. Um, up until that point, he was just the man in the horned rim glasses. What was interesting is... I used to wonder what uh, what HRG stood for. I heard other podcasts refer to him that way. And also, the closed captioning in the first season, only re- whenever it had to put a uh, character's name uh, with, the, with, the, uh, with what they were saying, because maybe they were talking off screen, it would say, it would say HRG. That's all you ever <laughs> knew of him um, prior to the final uh, episode of the first season. Secondly, um, you may know this, but I just thought I'd bring it up, and I understand you're going to be doing a Doctor Who uh, fan podcast later on when it picks up. Christopher Eccleston, who plays Claude, the Invisible Man on Heroes, uh, named after Claude Rains, who played the Invisible Man in the movies. Uh, uh, Christopher Eccleston was Doctor Who number nine, uh, the first in the new uh, revival of the Doctor Who series uh, that began a couple years ago. He only played Doctor Who for one season, unfortunately, using up a perfectly good regeneration, but that's another story. (laughs) Anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up. Thanks for the uh, wonderful new podcast, and I'm going to be listening in definitely. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Thanks, Doug. Yes. um, Just so you know, the Heroes, uh, I'm sorry, the Doctor Who fan podcast, you'll notice that it's not listed there right now on the site. It's because there's no episode yet. Right. Here, uh, Doctor Who's coming back in December December in the UK. We'll be picking up that podcast at that time okay and i totally caught right offhand well i caught it in the um 
in the credits when they when we watched that show when they first introduced that character. Uh-huh. Um, I t- I don't know if you remember, but I said, no way, Christopher Eggleston's in this. And you're like, who's that? Oh, wait, that's Doctor Who. And, yeah, absolutely. But then I had to actually say when we were watching it, because his appearance was so different from what it was as Doctor Who, I had to point him out to you and go back several times before you actually said, oh, yeah, okay, that's him. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think Doug from Atlanta left one more voicemail, and then we'll get into our discussion okay. of tonight's episode. Okay. Hi, this is Doug in Atlanta calling again for the Heroes Podcast. I just wanted to make a note. Uh, Stephanie talked about uh, that symbol that was on that was hanging around Peter's neck when he was in the crate. It was the same one who was in Molly's drawings. Well, we've seen that symbol a number of times in the first season, uh, most notably on Kensei's sword, on the handle of Kensei's sword. Uh, you saw that. You could have seen that in the, uh, in the season premiere of season two. But also... Uh, it's been tattooed on people uh, in a couple of places in some of the heroes. And also, when Mohinder Suresh was first looking at the data of, from his father on, the, on a computer where, uh, that had a list of all the people um, who, were, uh, who were heroes who had the genetic change, that symbol was actually, uh, it was, there was like screenfuls of data scrolling by, but there were like blanks in that data that were in the shape of that symbol. So oh, this wow. symbol has been showing up all over the place. Also, Molly said in the, uh, I believe in the finale of the first season or, or the uh, or the uh, episode before that, that there is somebody whom, when she looks at him, when she you know locates him, he can look back at me. Now she'd located Siler before, and he, she called him the boogeyman, but but this was somebody who was even worse than the boogeyman. So I think it's somebody that who's whoever's looking at her, whoever's looking back at her, is somebody whom we haven't. Uh, seen yet or uh somebody who's uh, maybe we have seen but we didn't realize they have a, some sort of uh, power anyway just thought i'd bring that up thank you very much thanks once again doug and i just want to encourage people this is what's going to make this podcast really really good so we want to well, encourage you and also i can knowing that we're going to podcast about it i can watch it in a completely different way than i did in season one absolutely you know what i mean i have a, I have a very detailed and I usually catch things, but um, like totally re- listening to the people talk about these things that happened in season one, I remember them, but because I really didn't need to expand on it, I, I didn't put two and two together, right. you, you know? So um, I'm looking forward to watching season two with a completely different mindset than I did of season one. And I'm looking forward to people calling in and telling me <laughs> what I should have been paying attention to. <laughs> So, again, these these voicemails are going to be totally awesome. But we totally need help this week because our DVR cut out. Yeah. And we missed a huge chunk of the show. About 20 minutes worth right right around the end. Right? Maybe NBC will, re- will, will play it it'll online. Be, it'll be online. We'll be able to catch it. But call in your voicemails. Please call in your voicemails. Area code 859-795-4068. So let's talk about lizards, Stephanie. Lizards. So uh, obviously the name of the show has to do with cutting your toes off, obviously. Ew. Yuck. I totally saw that coming. I, well, as soon as, yeah, she's like staring at her feet. Oh, no, like, I saw it coming when she was in science, in in she, biology talking no, about... No, you re- did. Yes, I did. How could you see that coming? Because she's all like, ooh, ooh, pick me, pick me, pick me. 
And, well, she was the only one with her hand in the air also. But anyway, I just, I don't know. I just thought that, okay, we already know that she can get, you know, stabbed in the back of the head with a tree trunk and live and, you know, can jump off of scaffolding numerous times and, and live and heal. So the next, that was her next step, you know. I just, I just felt like I saw that coming. After she wasn't so sure that the toe was going to grow back. I know she's like, did you notice? Come on, come on! Did you notice that when she actually cut it, like flew in the air? Like, boom! I was like, that was pretty cool. Anyway, um, you know, it's one thing to see your toe grow back, but I mean, is she not concerned about blood on the carpet? She had a towel on on the. She had a towel. Yeah, but the thing flew across the room. Well, that part's not going to bleed. Yeah, of course it is. (laughs) Not on TV. Okay, you got a point there. So that was quite disgusting. Yeah, and I I actually, I thought the toe didn't bleed enough, but that was just, you know, my opinion. Come on, work. Yeah. It's like, that's a big risk to take, you know? It is. And the whole sticking your hand in the boiling boiling water, water. that was, I mean, I understand she just wants to be herself, but Mm -hmm. being yourself and the fact that you can, you know, that you can heal, doesn't mean that you have to go and do stupid things. Yeah. And one of the things that I want to point out is not only does she have the ability to heal herself, but it seems that they're showing that she has, she does not experience pain. Or if she does, she has an extremely high high tolerance tolerance for it. So, uh, right. Anyway, that was that was just creepy. What happened to her car? Yeah, what did happen to her car? Did they ever? They never. Unless it was answered in the twenty minutes. In the twenty minutes, (laughs) that really stinks. That sucks. So anyway, anyway, we'll figure that out. I really loved Hero becoming the real hero. Yeah, I, I. I like Hero. He's not my favorite character, but I, I really adore him. Really? He's yeah. probably my favorite character. Yeah, Peter's you, my favorite character. You just think Peter's hot. Well, that too. All right. Hero's adorable, though. He is an adorable guy. and, he and is. Well, you know, he looked really cool you in know, that one future scene where he's got the big leather outfit. Yeah. Save the cheerleader. <laughs> Save, Save the, the world. world. Right. Um, my favorite part with, with Hero in this episode was where he was drowning Sark. I loved that. Yes. Well, Kenzie, so sorry. Kenzie. Um, he will always be Sark to me, but we talked about that yeah. in our last episode. Yeah. So, and anyway, Weiss will always be Weiss. When he's like, he, what did he say? You have to be sober. And he stuck his head in the water and then he just kept on arguing. And so he stuck it in there again. It's just, it was funny. I like how he was talking to, talking about himself in the third person. Like he's on Facebook. And they're Facebook. like, why does he, <laughs> that's exactly it. It's like. Why does Ken? Why does he talk about himself? You, you call himself by Ken, his new right. name, it's, and we we're like, he's totally on Facebook. Totally on Facebook. So that anyway, was cool. that was cool. But I just, I just think that was that's a neat story, and it I'm is. like, how in the world are they going to turn this guy and into so, a hero? And and he did it, yeah. and that was neat. That was a neat use of his powers. It was so. Um, I did not see him coming back from life. The light from the from. From you healing himself. Him? I did no? not see that coming. Okay, I didn't either. And I liked Until it. they started zooming in on the wound. Oh, yeah, of that, course. Um, where Hero had pulled out the sword. Although yep. I did think it was really cool the way they made the, the blood kind of like gush up out uh-huh. of the hole. Are you watching that at yeah, all? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Anyway, um, that was kind of cool. So uh, let's talk about Wonder Twin Powers Activate. 
<laughs> you like that? Yeah, I like that. So Alejandro and Maya uh, are twins. Yeah, I called learned. that even long before they put the. Um, I just I I thought that it was obvious when um, when they came in and they said you know um, first Maya and then and then Alejandro right after her but then they still had to go back like five minutes later and say you're twins you know I just well, did, they, did, did they, they really need to yeah, do that they, they to need to do that to... because I totally was not paying attention when she says first you and then her right after I was no. not paying any attention okay. but then you had mentioned oh they're twins. And I'm like, how did you get that? And then all of a sudden they says, ah, oh, you're twins. I was yeah. like, <laughs> okay. I got it. I, okay. I'm totally there now. So, yeah, so they needed I, to do that. Did they for you? For me, they okay, had babe. to do that, baby. That was just for you, Sweepy. Just for you, um, Sweepy. Ah, uh, but I thought that was obvious. And I do find it very, um, very, I don't know, cool, strange um, that she's the oldest. Because I think that the way they have portrayed um, their relationship with he is her brother mm-hmm. that he would have been the older brother does am i making any sense i mean not that a younger brother can't protect you know his sister but i just i yeah. had assumed that he would be older yeah what did you think about the the doctor or the 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 medicine woman there or whatever she's she, she was freaked out buddy she was she's like this is black stuff black enough to kill the devil dark enough to kill the dark devil. dark enough to kill the devil <laughs> And um, her, oh man, she, she left right away. She left she right away. Like, out of there. We're not going anywhere with her, <laughs> and rightfully so. Yeah. Um. Now, of course, we saw the black stuff gushing from people's eyes in the right. truck, but to actually see, see her for, with that, yeah, that, that was, was little, weird. That was really weird. And she's like, "Run, run!" And it reminds me of the story of like. Um, and then when the lady collapsed, that's right where our television froze, and then we caught the last nine minutes. Yeah. So. Yep. From that scene to the last nine minutes, we, we missed. We missed, but we'll we'll probably pick up pick it up at lunch tomorrow or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, what I was gonna say though is it rem- reminds me of that story, you know, um, in uh, the Medusa, you know, uh-huh. having, you know, if you look, then it's gonna happen to you. So I don't right. I don't know if that is has any has bearing any, on it, but I don't she, know. she she she. Said, it run. tends to be when she's scared. Now they haven't really showed her brother with a certain power, but I wonder if his power isn't to like counteract it, counteract hers. As long as he's with her, yeah. everything's cool. I mean, they're twins. For a twins to be, for one to be born with a power and the other one not. I mean, they could write that in, but it would just make sense if yeah, they both had have, one. Yeah. So I think that his should be to counteract hers. Yes. Because he always says, "I won't let it happen." Did, did you catch on to that? Yeah, he, he absolutely. always says, "I won't, or I'll keep it from happening, or yeah. I won't and let it happen." That's why he's. That's yeah. why he always says, "Listen, we are together." Right. So I think that so, I think that tonight's and episode, then when they're not, she panics and she gets scared, and then that's when. Yeah, I think tonight's episode was clearly indicating to us that as long as they're together, this is not going right. to be an issue. Uh, which which it makes for neat story writing, mm-hmm. you know. Don't separate right. these two. So is the man worse than the boogeyman? Could we call him the devil if it's black enough to kill the devil? I don't know. Is it black <gasps> enough to kill him? Could it be? Yeah, that's interesting to know. I wonder. Basically, have the two of them be captured by this guy, and then take him away, and then boom. I mean, and maybe, maybe that's just a little too silly. I don't know. Okay. 
Who knows? So, Mr. Peter Petrelli is back in the house. I love Peter. Oh, my gosh. He was kicking some butt. It was really Things cool. were just moving like crazy in there. And I think that uh, he may have even found himself a Scottish love interest. Maybe. Although, I'm really sickened by the brother being, you know, totally upset that the guy didn't get to rape his sister. You know, I'm like, that really. Yeah, that was pretty queer. That was retarded. Anyway, I wanted to say one thing about the whole, you know, Peter in a box thing. Yeah, couldn't he have taken the box? And, yeah. yeah, you don't have to. Agree, <laughs> you don't have to agree to be a thief, right? When you could actually just keep. I mean, he's not. You could keep him from putting that in the fire. You could right. blow the fire out with your little. What's up with that? I don't know. That's I, bad I, writing in my mind. I I agree with you. That was you know it's like listen. That's what's going to keep me from throwing you against the wall and just like that and leaving. Yeah. Well, I've got a box. It's got your name in it. And it's like, dude, who cares? I mean, I yeah. I mean, I could to- I could take you. You know. <laughs> I, I can get the box, but Peter just was not thinking. No. I, that that was bad writing. I thought so. Too. I you could have you could have convinced him in other ways. You could have blackmailed him in other ways, and there would have been better ways to write that. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm I'm always critical when I find something that just doesn't fit. And and you know, if you're one of the ultra heroes fans and you think the writers are the greatest in the world, I, I you can disagree with me, but I just happen to believe that that one was just a little too much. So uh, let's see here. Uh, let's Stephanie, why don't you tell us what you think about Mohinder in Haiti and the Haitian? What happened there? Um, what happened was that, um, I don't know what did happen. They, the company or whoever you want to call them sent, right? Isn't that what they're called? Yeah, the company. The company. The, so they sent Mohinder to Haiti to, um, to heal this person. And then, but I think that he already knew, Mohinder already knew that it was the Haitian that Noah needed. Right. right. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So anyway, and then he So basically obviously the Haitian erased or did he? I, that's the question. Or did he? Oh, I don't think he did. I don't because think because when you listen to him talk to to Noah to, to Noah later, um was, uh, yeah, I don't totally think he did. It. Yeah. yeah. We we they cut the scene there. And immediately jump to the next to make you think. To make you think that, that but, he did. But, but, but no, I don't think he really did take the memory. Because if he, he did take his memory, then how would the Haitian know where to find exactly. Noah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, everything. That was a cool scene. I really like how they're playing that. I'm really glad to see him back in this season. I'm too. I, I like am, him. I really, cool. like, I really like his character. And I'm very glad to see him. That actor has a great presence about him. He does. I mean, because in season one, he barely spoke. Yeah. And you know, and maybe just in is, the last couple of ex- episodes, he has a great presence about yes. him. It, it, it takes a lot to be an actor and to, to hold yourself in such a way that you don't even need words to really create an atmosphere around you. Mm-hmm. And and he does. He carries himself in that way. He and he doesn't need to say words. And and I think that just speaks volume of his acting ability, and and he, he's just got a real gift about him. So. Absolutely, very cool stuff. Um, and the last note that I have here is uh, about Noah. I think that just on a side note, I really enjoyed the conversation that Claire and Noah had in the kitchen about you know not abusing you know the, not trying to stay unnoticed and 
And she says, well, maybe it's okay for you to be just the boring copy guy, you know? <laughs> and and Noah says something that, you know, this isn't really about the mythology of heroes. This is just something I think was neat that they throw in, threw in. It's like, he says, listen, and, and he does. He's went from this working for the company or doing whatever he does, mm-hmm. as they call it, uh, to just making copies, you know? Hey, making copies. <laughs> um, but he says, listen, making copies is not my job. Keeping this family safe is my job. And if, whatever it takes to do that, if it means that we have to move to nowhere, if it means we have to pretend, if it means that we just have to band together and be a family and nothing more, and I work a boring, mundane job and get paid hardly anything for it, and but we can protect the family, then by golly, that's what I'm going to do. Right. And I like that. I did too. I like that. And I liked... I liked um. One more thing about about the family is that his wife isn't excluded anymore. Or it appears that she's not excluded anymore. Right. Maybe he had to go find the Haitian to erase her memory. I don't know. We'll find out next week. Right. <laughs> but um but she says no more secrets and then he sits down and he shows her the painting and, and all that stuff. So um I hope they keep that. I like that that he's not you know, keeping secrets from his family anymore. And the other thing that we did not talk about is the peeping Tom. Yeah, that is that boy's getting on my nerves. Yeah, you know, you almost like him. You and and you think that this is be great, but I'm sorry that you just can't that's be a twice pe- now. He's a peeping Tom. He is. That's he's a messed up individual. So is he good or bad? I don't care. Even if he's a good guy, I mean, the fact is, is he's got he's got a real issue with peeking in girls' windows. It is. That's me- that's messed up. It is. I mean, you got that's a that's being deranged, and it's a. I think it's you know, it's just a little weird. It's weird, you know. And and so I'm wondering if they're going to be able to bounce back with it, that character. With that character, because for me, you're going to have to write on a terrible lot to to get me to even consider right liking him as a character. Yeah. And now, if you're painting him as a bad guy. You're totally. Right. Then, you've then got you're me right on, the, on. You're you've yeah. got me on the right path because I'm already starting to really dislike his character. <clears throat> and he's tall. He's very tall. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Standing next to um to to Claire, right. he and he was hunched over. You can tell if they you make look, him hunch over. They do. You can tell um when they're walking in the courtyard um of the school after she gets stuff out of her locker. You can so tell that he is hunched over, but he is still so much taller than she is. Yep. That boy is tall. Absolutely. But I'm short too. So, so Stephanie, after realizing that in this, after the first episode that we had, we have a lot to learn about heroes and very thankful for the emails and even more thankful, even more thankful for the folks who call 859-795- four zero six seven and leave us voicemails to play in our show um even with all that i've decided to to kind of expand my view of heroes and i started listening to the most popular heroes podcast out there called the 10th wonder and so i want to give a major shout out to the 10th wonder heroes podcast they've been doing heroes podcast since hero began uh and also want to give a shout out to uh cranky fanatic done by big o uh, he does a Heroes podcast, and there are a bunch of other Heroes podcasts out there that I'm aware of, as far as I'm aware of. There's a, quite a few of them. And how Stephanie and I got you know, our first big break in the Lost podcasting uh, thing was, was that at the very beginning, right when we started, there was just a brand new 
newly formed Lost Podcast Network. And here tonight, I want to let you know that I think I'm going to be contacting uh, a bunch of other podcasters and inviting them into a what I'm going to start is a Heroes Podcast Network. Cool. And I think that that will be a great place to band together all the different Heroes Podcasts, help us to all cross-promote each other's shows. Uh, you know, we won't force anybody to belong, but but I think it would be a neat way to to really work together and, and, and help all the huge fans of Heroes out there. And if just so you know, Stephanie, um, the 10th Wonder uh, Heroes podcast mm-hmm. is very much the lost casts of lost podcasts. Okay. These guys are just... So I if mean, I want to know anything about Heroes, I need to go back and listen to their episodes. Yeah, but I mean, it's like... It's almost as if you were taking a college course on heroes okay. in sort of way. And that's that that is really appealing to some people. Personally, I don't think you would find it too appealing Probably not. because I I know your podcasting style and and what you like to listen to. I find it interesting as long as um as long as, you know, I I have some other things and that can kind of be in the background. Uh, but, but these guys know their stuff and I mean, they, they spend probably hours in research and put it all together in a very nice package, major shout out to them. And so, uh, if you know of any heroes podcasts out there, email me at cliff at gspn.tv, put heroes podcast in the subject line and, uh, I will get in a, get a hold of the producers of those shows and, uh, and we'll bring back more information very sh- soon. So, uh, Stephanie, that was an excellent episode, uh, chapter two, uh, called Lizards, and I uh, had a lot of fun watching it with you. So did I. I look forward to watching it next week. Each preview just keeps getting better and better, and characters from season one are starting to come back, and you know, as we get you know more into the season and the story develops, so I'm looking forward to it. Yep. You can find this and all of our other podcasts over at gspn.tv. I encourage you to check out my newest podcast called uh, Pursuing Your Passion. It's also a, called a podcast devoted to doing what you love for a living. God bless you, and we'll talk to you soon. This program is a production of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You'll find this and other podcasts on our website at gspn.tv. gspn.tv. Thanks for listening.